1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Some fans will be allowed into Hamden for the Scottish Cup final between St Johnson and Hibs Celtic and Rangers Colts teams have been given the go-ahead to play in the Lowland League next season And Motherwell announced free season tickets to existing holders for next season I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna And what a week Gordon Dale's had victory at last In the Caldwell Park medal at the weekend He's showing off his new golf trousers Golf shoes And he's getting a free Motherwell season ticket From Alan Burrows He surely can't get any better than this Only if you bought one last season remember yeah, So I think yeah, he, fall, yeah. so I think he falls ones. down At that hurdle Gordon Dale Scottish football is always busy I just read you a couple of headlines Add to that the fact that Kenny McLean mm. Is definitely out of the Euros We've had the shortlist for the PFA Scotland Player of the Year It is truly all happening Another there, busy day There's good news and there's bad news today Gordon uh, Bad news as you said there at the top of the show Kenny McLean As much as I don't think he'd be a, a starter every game He's an important player to a squad He's been absolutely brilliant So Devastated for a boy to miss out in a massive tournament that we've taken years to get to. Good news, you just look at the hometown, Motherwell. Filled my heart with pride, joy, everything that they're doing there. Looking after their their supporters, looking after us guys. And I'm delighted for Alan Bowers and Motherwell, but that's what they're all about. And obviously, a lot of important games coming up. Cup final, is it good news? Yeah, we'll get fans in. Um won't have a lot But at least it's some there To cheer on the players Lots to get through tonight So let us know What's on your mind 01419511025 So many different talking points So take your pick Pick up the phone And uh, let us know What you're thinking You can tweet as always At Clyde SSB But the old fashioned way Is on the phones 01419511025 Barely know where to start Roger Han I'm spoiled for choice I think Sort of breaking news today, if you like, and the one that people will have been hoping for and keeping an eye on is that news that Hibbs and St Johnston will each be allowed a limited number of supporters at the Scottish Cup final next Saturday. What do you make of that on the phones to kick us off? 01419511025. Um, it was expected to be played behind closed doors, but changes to lockdown rules and uh, a change of heart, if you would call it that, from UEFA means that we can get some. Number in um, The final number hasn't Been confirmed For the showpiece event On May the 22nd I think we can safely assume It's going to be a small number So Is this good news Because Getting anyone in is good Or will it be laced with frustration That it can't be more Well I think it has to be Embraced as good news I think it's unrealistic To think we're going to go From no fans To 50,000 fans at Hamden Even for the Euro games Next month Gordon There's only going to be About 12,000 in For those games um, So it's good news It'll be certainly be good news for the St Johnson and Hibernian fans who get tickets But this is going to be the next problem Now we're only 10 days, 11 days away from the game itself We now need to ticket it um, The SFA now need to steward it, to organise it Who gets the tickets? If you remember when Hibernian have been to cup finals in the past When they beat Rangers 2016, lost to Hearts of course, 2012 etc They filled half of Hamden They can take 30,000 tickets if they were for sale they might be restricted to 1,300 tickets for a game like this So it's going to be a real problem for the Hibernian Supporter Liaison Department As they try and decide who gets these gold dust tickets for the cup final Yeah, what do you make of that news then? Is that is it good news overall? We've been 
chomping at the bit to get some sort of fan representation back in. So is that is that good enough? Is it good news, or would you like to see the the numbers up a little bit? Could we push the boundaries? I know it looks like it's going to be a, a small number. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Gordon, on the face of it, good news. Yeah, I think so. It's good news for the people that get inside Gordon to support our team, whether it's Hibs or St Johnston. Yeah, I think we could push the boundaries, but safety's first, and uh, we've just got to abide by the rules. It, it wasn't up well a few days ago. We're thinking that there's no fans going to be allowed in. We've got some, so I think that's a plus. Yeah, I mean reports suggesting Roger it would be somewhere around about the two thousand mark. Yeah, um, again, two thousand more than we thought. Good stuff. It is a fifty thousand seater stadium, so you can kind of understand why people would. Would hope for more But maybe that's just Being greedy at this stage I don't know You tell me um, It's interesting I think for the Carabao Cup final Last month When Manchester City Played Spurs Was there 8,000 Inside Wembley for that And it did make A surprising difference It seemed to sound I don't know whether It's because we've become Used to no supporters In grounds Even on TV It sounded More than 8,000 So I'll be fascinated To see how it works um, I think it will be A useful exercise Because Come the start Of the next season Betfred Cup games etc etc European games for some teams in July Hopefully mm. we'll have supporters in But as I say I think it's unrealistic to expect Full houses For some considerable time to come So I think You know if you start with as you say 2000 for the Cup final at the weekend You can maybe start getting back to Even 25-33% Of stadiums mm. for, You know capacities for the start of the next season now, And build it from there Worth bearing in mind This was not all about the, the pandemic and, and lockdown This was partly because UEFA is in control of Hamden yeah. If you like By that date Ahead of The Euros But they've now said that You know It can be done They're going to give permission For a, a limited number of Spectators Is is that Is this the best outcome Because there's been discussions In the last few days And suggestions of Could it be played at Pataudry Could it be played at Tynecastle Could it be played elsewhere And whilst You would understand The The want to do that To get fans in Players want to live, Even though it would be empty Players want to win The Scottish Cup at Hamden Don't they In fact St Johnson The last time they won it Had to do it at Celtic Park Yeah if you look at St Johnson I think they won it in 2014 At Celtic Park When they won it at Hamden This season The Betfred Cup Behind closed doors They've also played When they lost to Rangers in 98 In the League Cup It was at Celtic Park as well So their supporters Haven't seen them Win Cups And compete in finals At Hamden So St Johnson Were determined for it To take place at Hamden I think Hibs too were determined for it to take place at Hamden um, The SFA looked at a few alternative venues I believe there's work in this season Work's getting done at Ibrox At Celtic Park At Tynecastle Obviously it couldn't be at Easter Road Because Hibs are in the final mm. Aberdeen volunteered Petrodry I don't think that was a, an, an offer That particularly enticed Either of the participants in the final And even Murrayfield I believe Edinburgh are using it For these Rainbow Cup Summer rugby games So it, it wasn't a contender So it's going to be Hamden There's going to be a limited number of fans in it will be a very interesting exercise And listen, it's better than a, a closed door game I think that's right Gordon Because we should always listen to fans Football's told mm-hmm. us that in, in the last few months It's important But also I wonder I wonder about the players You know, to take the chance away of, of winning a cup at Hamden We know it's going to be limited numbers anyway Do you think that's right for them? Is that the best outcome? Depends what the limited numbers was going to be Gordon Now I've... Uh, I played in two cup finals, Scottish Cup finals at Hamden And I've got to say that's the place you want to be I've also played in a cup final at Ibrox I don't know if anybody knows about that um, And I didn't enjoy it any less Especially if you win um, But if the fact is that there was only going to Say for instance it went to Petaudry 
And there was more fans getting in Better atmosphere As a player I would probably look at Taking that mm. opportunity Whereas if 2000 And it was at Hamden 2000 at Pataudry Then it was got to be the home of football Hamden for me Right okay 01419511025 If you've got any thoughts on that Let's all y- You want to raise I, something Yeah I, I mean Can his week get any better We're just watching the big screens in here just now Brendan Rodgers Leicester City 1-0 up against Manchester United At Old Trafford City. Man City are going to win the league tonight for him and What a goal it was By the way Yep look Thomas Terrific finish Outstanding uh, Right 01419511025 If it's cup final If it's fans into Hamden If not what about this let's pick up a little bit where we left off because there has been a development and I know for a fact you all felt very passionately about this last night because the phone lines were ringing off the hook so let's pick up where we left off it has now been given the thumbs up by the Lowland League Celtic and Rangers Colts teams set to play in the Lowland League next season what do you make of that is that the right call is it the wrong call are are you against it maybe you're a a neutral fan a Lowland League fan and, and you just don't see the sense in it whatever your take Let's hear it right now 01419511025 Colts teams in the Lowland League It's getting the thumbs up Is that the right outcome or not As far as you're concerned It is for John Kennedy He says he's long been in favour of such things I remember going back 10 years ago Going out to to Spain And seeing how their B teams operated And and how much uh, it gave them You know in terms of their players The development side of things um, The competition the level of competition that young players would be exposed to uh, and how much of a benefit it was to their development. So it's something that obviously been discussions for a while, um, certainly at our club as, as well. I know it's been pushed uh, from different quarters, but, you know, we spoke about it for a while and I think it's the right way to go for me personally. You know, having a competitive games programme for young players uh, and challenging them in, in a competitive environment against, you know, proper professionals, you know, guys at first team level who are going out with, uh, to win games. Um and it just exposes them to that, which is, is only good for their development. So I'm a huge believer in it, you know, in terms of young players getting that exposure, um, having that chance to go and play in those environments. Um, so certainly be something I would support massively. Hey, that was John Kennedy's take. Want to hear your take though? Celtic fans, Rangers fans, everyone else. Is that the right outcome for you? The, the B teams, the Colt teams, call them what you will. We'll get the chance to play in the Lowland League this season. There has been a lot of opposition. I don't know how you... Feel about it Let us know 01419511025 Here's what Stephen Gerrard Had to say I think it'll be fantastic For, for everyone If people obviously Decide not to think Just about themselves um, If you're thinking about The, the country and, and Scotland And improving the national team um, On all levels I think What we want Is to give the kids a better chance to develop into better players. And um, I think if you can play against men earlier, if you can play for important points and give these kids more responsibility, put them in pressure situations and playing in front of more crowds and challenged, I think that can only be for the benefit of the country. Um, obviously, I'm sitting here as, as the Rangers manager and a lot of people are thinking, well, you're only saying that because uh, you're at Rangers and um, you're being a bit selfish. I understand them opinions as well. But if I try and take myself out of the Rangers environment to answer the question, um, and think about the Scottish game and the national team. I think this is a a, a big plus for, for Steve Clark and any future Scotland manager that a lot more Scottish kids are getting challenged earlier, playing in men's football, playing for points. That brings your development on a lot quicker than playing games that I wouldn't say don't matter, but have less significance and pressure on them. What do you make of this latest development, Roger? Um, it's almost as if Stephen Gerrard had been listening to the show on Saturday. Um, we, we said this on Saturday, that was the real... <laughs> 
plus point of coach teams going into the lower league or going into any league for that matter because they need to play football. These young, the elite young footballers um, need to play football, Gordon, if they're to develop their game, if they're to be nurtured correctly. And as things stood, then there wasn't going to be any football for these guys to play next season. Um, the clubs took it upon themselves, the two old firm clubs, to speak to the lower league to see if for one season only, remember, the coach teams can be allowed in there. And, you know, we discussed with Fraser and the guys on Saturday the value of them playing in the Lowland League. There's surely got to be more value, if you listen to Stephen Gennard, to John Kennedy, to others, more value to them playing football against Lowland League opposition than not playing any football at all. I agree. I'm all with it. I know there'll be an argument and people will raise the issues. Oh, it's all self-interest with Celtic and Rangers. It's all about them, but... It's not the young players' fault um, Celtic Rangers gone. They need a platform. They need to improve. Stephen Gerrard's right there. If you look at the bigger picture, it may get us some more international players in the years to come. I think it'll be good for the Lowland League. It's good quality in there. And obviously, there's been enough um, encouragement from the Lowland League teams to pass it through. I just think it's worth trying it for a year at least, then sit down and see where it takes us. I mean, it's been met with a lot of opposition today, Roger, if you've been sitting on social media, that the feeder leagues, if you like, for the Lowland League, who already issued a statement, um, I know it's the West of Scotland League, tweeting a, a sarcastic gif, if there is such a thing, you know, money talks, as yeah, if, well, as if this, well, this has been bought. Well, how, yeah. how, how does this benefit anyone other, other than Celtic and Rangers well it benefits the Lowland League clubs with George Fraser the chairman of the Lowland League on the show on Saturday afternoon he was sitting in front of me at the Kelty Hearts Brora Rangers game at the weekend and he explained that it probably help attract a sponsor to the Lowland League it will probably help attract more publicity to the Lowland League when crowds get back in it will attract bigger crowds to the Lowland League um, do you think it will given that the Challenge Cup crowds didn't necessarily go up the way people thought they might um, yeah, I, I genuinely think it will I do think it will And I fully understand We mentioned, uh, as an example We mentioned civil service strollers In the show on Saturday And I noticed the president of civil service strollers Has today resigned his position in protest At the vote yesterday But uh, And I don't want to do down any of these teams I was at Kelty on Saturday What a great setup Daz has been through as well It's a great setup An up- upwardly mobile club who have on the brink of coming out of the Lowland League Edinburgh City have come out of the Lowland League and thrived in the SPFL there are a lot of upwardly mobile clubs down there but it's about priorities and for me a bigger priority for Scottish football is improving and nurturing the next Kieran Tierney or the next Nathan Patterson or you know the next Ryan Christie rather than worrying about teams in the sixth tier as it would be the other place in Scottish football they always have done they always will do but for me the priority has to be our elite full-time players mm. who are going to be the next generation of Scotland stars rather than players down in the sixth tier of the game well it has been given the green light Lowland League clubs have voted in favour on it you were all pretty loud with your opinions on it last night what do you make of it now that it's been developed it's taken a step forward We look, it looks like we know what will happen next season give us all your thoughts So one four one nine five one one zero two five, and we'll hear them next you are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Deal and Roger Hanna are here. It's 0141-951-1025 on the phones. Lots happening today. We asked you just before the news, uh, the break, sorry, the travel, what you thought of the news that the Lowland League teams 
have given the thumbs up to Old Firm Colt teams in the division next season. Um, Martin is in Motherwell. What is your take on this, Martin? Uh, hello there. Um, I think the Colt teams going down into the lower league. It can only be a good thing. And no disrespect to the West of Scotland league, but David the Painter is never going to play for Scotland. Um, if we have got youngsters playing against men in the lower league, it's going to give them more experience, very much the way we've got in Spain. And we can see for the Spanish model, hundreds if not thousands of children go through the Real Madrid, they go through the Barcelona Academy. Only a handful of them make it. But what you then get from a knock-on effect is dozens upon dozens of players going to see Getafe, um, Atletico Madrid, other top league teams. So although these kids, people are saying it's only benefit Rangers and Celtic, you can argue that, yes, but I think the ones that do not get into the old firm first team could then become key players for, say, Aberdeen, Dundee United, Motherwell, Hearts, Hibs, and it would totally benefit our, our Premier League and then our national team. What do you make of that, you two? Totally agree. Totally agree with that. Um, uh, Martin's right. Not every player that's got to play with Rangers and Celtic will make it at that level because some players are late developers, Gordon. Mm. So what happens is you go to another club, a Motherwell, for instance, and you become that late developer, the experience that you've had playing at that level, a man's level, as we call it, instead of just playing 18s v 18s, you're learning your trade, and then all of a sudden, you can kick on from there. You, you could probably go through and, and look at a number of players have been down that avenue. So I think Martin makes a lot of good points here. Of course, uh, other teams outside... Rangers and Celtic are looking thing. This is selfish, all self-interest, all about them. But for me, it's all about the good of Scottish football and it's all about getting younger people an opportunity to make a living in this fantastic game. I've heard that from quite a few quarters. I think Martin puts up a very good case for it. Roger Gordon agrees. Alex Ray said something similar. I, I can all, but it, So let me get this straight. So the way to, the way to improve... Aberdeen or Motherwell or Hibs is to give Celtic and Rangers so many good young players that they won't be able to facilitate them all and therefore you'll get what's left over um, listen, we, we might be guilty of reading too much into this this is going to be a, a one season plan to allow the elite young players of Rangers and Celtic the opportunity to continue their development by playing against players at a decent level in Scottish football now I think if this was going to be open for a 5 or a 10 or a 15 year project then you would probably be obliged to, to look at mm. the Aberdeens and the Motherwells and the Hearts and the Hibs and the Dundee United and whether they could or indeed wished to be involved in something like this. But it's not. It's for a year down the line. And how, that, how will we learn anything about what it does for the future of Scottish football in a year then? Well, in a year's time, these players, and I think it's, it's under 20s, John's phrase, I think one under 21, an under 21 goalie, and the rest of them are going to be under 20s. In a year's time, you would hope that they would be more rounded players for their season in the Lowland League, if you like, be closer to maybe first team selection for Celtic and Rangers. And the ones who fall through the net will find their level, if you like. If you, if you look at clubs up and down the country, there's Aberdeen mm. and Hibs playing tonight. Tomorrow night, I should say, for third and fourth place. You had me place. worried there, no, I no, thought no, I'd for, something. For, tomorrow night, for third and fourth place in the Premiership. But players like Ross McCrory, Dylan McGeer, Jackson Irvin, guys who started their careers here with Celtic and Rangers, didn't mm -hmm. quite make it. Into the Championship. You know, Dundee play tomorrow night against Wraith Regan Henry Paul McMullen on either side 
two kids you know started out at Celtic so it's just there's an inevitability mm. that not everybody is the next yeah. Kieran Tierney or the next Nathan Patterson but you need to give the kids a chance to be that yeah. and to fulfil their dreams but, but as you've just pointed out that happens already that drip down so what is this about just doing more of that no it's about maintaining levels uh, the worry for Celtic Rangers is that the next under 20s team if you like has nowhere to go to play football these guys yep. will stagnate they've had a bad enough 15 or 14 months since Covid kicked in I don't think you know young footballers up and down the country and I go down to schoolboy level here there's never been a year when th- these kids have played less football through no fault of their own and I think Rangers and Celtic yeah. now want to ensure that the period between July when next season starts and this time next year isn't another wasted year for these yeah. guys in their development what do you think Martin? Well, the whole point of the one-year thing, um, obviously, there's got to be an aim beyond that. Surely nobody's looked at this and said, one year and that's it. They've said, let's look at a year, see where it goes, and there must be another counter plan for after that. So could that be, we're then looking at involving Hearts, Aberdeen, Dundee United, following very much the Spanish model? And maybe it was a little bit um, overly generalising there when I'm saying... Celtic and Rangers kids would improve the league. I still totally believe they would, but it would be a case of having Celtic Rangers and all other top division teams having a Colts team lower down the league because, for instance, Dundee United's academy, it's going to be better than Ayers. Um, uh, any Premier League team are going to have a better use structure than what the Scottish bottom tiers do. So if there's a level for guys to be playing higher standard of opposition... Surely it's only going to benefit their academies in turn as well, which again ultimately leads to a better national side. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Thanks, Martin. Put some good points across on Twitter. Uh, what have we got on here? Alan says it's a pointless exercise. Richard McClucky says, good, it's about time we tried something different because we've always done it this way. Hasn't served us particularly well in the last 20 years. Jim thinks it will be good for the development of young Scottish players. And uh, Jay says If the Lowland League teams want it Then it's all good 01419511025 Let's bring in Martin and East Kilbride And see what he thinks Hi Martin Hi there guys Good evening uh, A couple of points uh, Firstly It's all very well saying It's only for a year But in reality Once the genie's out the bottle It's very difficult To put the genie back in the bottle If everyone likes what's happening um, And then the other teams Are all going to say What about us So there's a bit of politics Involved there and the other point I, I, I'd like you maybe have a look at is that it's all very well everyone saying, yes, these young guys are going to play against grown men. The next Billy Gilmore, the next Kieran Tierney, or the next David Turnbull is going to get that experience. But again, in reality, when the next Billy Gilmore is in the middle of the park pulling the strings uh, against one of these teams, at half time the manager's going to say to David the Painter, you really need to get right in about him and stop him running this game. And David the Painter, who's not as quick, not as fit, not as agile as he maybe could be, and is maybe a bit clumsier, and all of a sudden you've got the young, next young Billy Gilmore off in a stretcher with a, a really bad injury. So there's an awful lot of things to be considered here, rather than just, you know, if you're thinking about a long term of the future, you've got to think carefully about the implications of the long term of these young players. I do sympathise. It wasn't Martin's creation. The previous mm. caller came up with the character Davy the Painter, yeah. and he's now taken on. he's taken on. Yeah, that's fine. He's taken on a new, a new life form. Um, but 
I don't know Gordon Is that Is that a bit unfair on they, they, they Almost like suggesting that Low well, leagues full of hatchet men No No, no God, uh, Roger will tell you And I can verify it Gordon I've watched Lowland League football And if I didn't think that A coach team from Rangers and Celtic Were going into a Lowland League And it would improve them Because of the standard I'd be against it 100% I'm for it Because the standard in the Lowland League Is good It is good It's not brilliant in the sense of You know there's every up and young coming star coming through It's a good standard It's a good level David the Painter ain't in that league Let me tell you He's not there and and I'll pick you up on another point. See, the days are gone. When when I played, it was a, a first tackle. You could go and have a real go at someone because you knew you were only getting yellow card. These days are really gone. But there's still some nasty players out there that will get into a hard-half challenge against probably a good player who's given them a hard time. But that just doesn't happen in the Lowland League. That happens in every league. You know, there's times in the top league I'm watching England when there's a naughty tackle going in because of the frustration. So I think that's mm. a bit disrespectful for the Lowland League because the standard's not bad. I haven't seen Celtic at the weekend. I wouldn't bet a huge sum of money on Rangers or Celtic goals, you know, going and beating a team like Celtic because they're full of quality, experienced players. You heard me reading out the team 10-3 on Saturday and, and both Mark and Dazzler, you know, mention how many quality players. You can mirror that at East Kilbride at Bonnie Rig Rose at East mm-hmm. Stirling at BSC Glasgow you'd be surprised by the quality that, that is in that league at the minute what about Martin's initial point about everyone keeps saying oh, well it's just for a year and we had George Fraser on it's just for a year the integrity of the pyramid will not be undermined that sort of thing but Martin's saying you know that's no, easy to I, say that now I, but the genie will be the, at the bottom I know the point he makes but exceptional times and these are exceptional times in society require exceptional Measures, exceptional solutions, if you like. So, the only reason Rangers and Celtic want this solution is because they've nowhere else to put their team. The belief is by the start well, of the season. It's not just because of this, though, because we've had Rangers and Celtic on the show for years now wanting coach teams in the low, the lower leagues. Yeah, but I, listen, I think by. They have wanted it for ages, long time by, before by, we knew what COVID was. By this time next year, I think they will be satisfied that they are back in a more structured. Set up with Hibs Colts, Aberdeen Colts, Hearts Colts. Now, it's not to say that you won't find a situation where, you know, some of these Colts teams are already embraced in what was the Challenge Cup, which I think next year is going to be the SPFL Trust Cup. So you might see Colts teams coming into different, you know, is there another cup competition could be set up for something like that to expose them? But I, I, I think they will, they will happily. I think that's a long term go goal, back out, Roger. Yeah. What you're saying, I don't think we can be frightened to steer change in the eye, Gordon. We've got to embrace it. Why you're not? becoming so philosophical but, but no, in your old age, honestly. But why not? You know, uh, just like you're saying, I like the way you put it. We've been going on about this for years and years. Yes, we're all cynical about well, it's going to happen after a year. Let's see what Just happens. Just try something. Let's try yeah. something. Martin, final word to you. Well, that's great. About uh, the lads' experience, I haven't seen these lowland leagues at all. Uh, I don't know anything about them. And if, if the guys there feel that um, the standard would be uh, good enough to give the young players a real challenge without, as, as, as we quote David the Painter, doing a hatchet man job, then, then that's great. Some guy in the Lowland yeah, League is called Davey, Davey and he phone, is a painter. Phone and, and, Davey. and he's listening, thinking, what's happening here? How did they know about me? If, if your name is Davy, you're a painter and you play in the Lowland League, pick up the phone. We would love to hear from you. Uh, what about Stuart? 
in Coat Bridge, Stuart. How would you describe your feelings towards this idea? I think it's actually, I think it's actually all right. Yeah. I think it's uh, perfect. I think it uh, long it brings financial to the, all the clubs and helps all the, all the clubs out that really struggling at the moment. It could I I hope it just it has happened. We can only try, as I say, you can only try once and see what happens. And if it fails, it fails. If it doesn't, it does. But I think it will be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that that there Stuart says it will financially help the the, the Lowland League clubs do the arithmetic for me. What are they getting overall? Three grand a club. Or something yeah, like something like that. So I mean, George Fraser mentioned it at the weekend. I think um, Celtic Rangers are each putting twenty five thousand pounds into the mm-hmm. pot, and the hope is that the additional publicity that comes with, as soon as you mention the names Celtic yeah. Rangers, will be able to attract a new sponsor to the competition. The competition's been without a sponsor for a couple of years, so that would add more to the pot. So it would help the Lowland League I've club. I've seen that spun both ways. I've seen people saying, "Well, hold on, three grand a club. It's not exactly that much. That's not going to. That's not life changing money." Um, and then on the other side, like I said earlier, some of the feeder leagues and so on are being quite sarcastic on Twitter and, and making the point that this has been this has been bought. And is that the way that that, that football should be? What do you make of that side of the argument? Um, listen, I think it's a good thing, and I've explained why I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I get that. Now, what if, about that if, specific if, accusation then? That that doesn't sit right with people, and that, that well, doesn't—you don't have to agree with it. But well, people think that doesn't I, sit right. I, I'm with afraid them. whether people like it or not, money makes the world go round. We mentioned earlier on. You know, Man City are about to win the English Premier League for the Dazzler um, with, with a £65 million centre-half. Is that fair in Burnley or West Brom or Fulham? Probably not. Um, the old firm, either or, have won the league in this country every season since, I think, 1985 because they've got a lot more money than Aberdeen or Hibs or Motherwell. I think paying to get into leagues feels different than transfer budgets, though. We'd, we'd, we had kind of got well, used to that, hadn't we? I in normal times, Gordon, I would possibly agree with you. But I think these are exceptional times. There are exceptional problems in the national game and they need exceptional solutions. And I think this, as well as being an exceptional solution, I actually believe it's an acceptable solution yeah. for this problem. Stuart, you're a Rangers fan. We heard from Stephen Gerrard saying that this, you know, even if he takes a step back, it, it, people need to be open-minded and it can help Stevie Clark. It can help the national team. Is that the way you see it? Yes, I see. Yes, I, I definitely. I think I think it'll work. I think eighty percent out of hundred percent it'll work. I've also got two other points. One point I found out this morning uh, about Rangers. They've actually went. They've for Jimmy Carricker's son. I don't know if any of heard. Rangers have approached his son. Roger Hannah's shaking his head furiously. No, I, I saw that story on a website earlier on, Stuart. But I don't think that's correct. Oh, there we go, short and sweet. He's, he's killed it, Stuart. But don't, Stuart. That all this means is that when Roger Hanna's wrong in two weeks' time and he holds the scarf above his head, <laughs> yeah, you we, can we, phone we, in. Young Carragher, the Ibrox and Shakiri's at Celtic Park. <laughs> you can phone in, Stuart, and, and let him have it. All right. Do you think? Do you also think they'll go for the Marble player, Alan Campbell? I think Rangers would have not to. No. Oh, you should see the look in these two faces in no, here. Well, he's going somewhere. He's Are, well, there's rumours. Is it Luton or something they're L- talking? Uh, Millwall or Millwall as well. I think. I, I don't think Rangers. I think Alan Campbell will probably look at situation with Jake Hasty going to Rangers back to my. I, I think he, Alan Campbell. It's now time for him maybe to go down south and try and and. You know, look at his trade down there. He's a terrific player. Mm. It'd be a massive in- loss. But interesting comments. You'll have seen him yourself from Graham Alexander earlier in the day saying he had one last nibble at keeping him yeah. at the football club. But 
his mind was made up And you're talking about You know Buying success Graham Alexander said It's not really the financial aspect of it It's a sort of career aspect He wants to go and try something different So I tend to agree with you does I think he could end up In the English Championship next season Well there's been some big stuff Coming out of Motherwell today Aside from Alan Campbell So we will look at that later on In the show Thank you to Stuart 01419511025 If you want to keep thoughts coming in On Colt teams Please do Some disappointing news today though Regarding Kenny McLean very reliable spot kick taker To help get Scotland to the Euros He almost, well he certainly would have gone As part of the squad And now he won't unfortunately He's confirmed he does have a knee injury That will rule him out of this summer's Euros What's your reaction to that news And who should take his place Does this mean Billy Gilmore is in Is it David Turnbull, is it both Is it someone else Pick up the phone and let us know Who should take Kenny McLean's place We do wish him well 01419511025 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Do you want to put out the appeal now Or will we just will we do it later? They'll do it later I think we'll do it later Gordon Diel's got a very important appeal To put out And is it serious business Like we Like I've set well, this up as if it's co- as no, if it's a no, piece of he, comedy he, And it's he, not he phoned, I made a joke at the start of the show About a great week he's had But he phoned me in a distressed state this morning Yeah, I think well, we will We do want to help you I know you think that we are out to get there's, you There's no help whatsoever there We do want to help you So we'll, we'll see what we can do A bit later on in the show Let's bring in Liam Who's got some thoughts on the Colts Joe is also hanging on the line Responding to that news about Kenny McLean What do you make of that? How big a blow will it be to have him missing the Euros? And who takes his place? Give us your thoughts Let's bring in Liam first though Take it away Liam How you doing guys? Uh, thanks. thanks for thanks for having us on Pleasure um, Just kind of to defend the integrity of Davey the painter Oh no, Davey uh, again <laughs> <laughs> No, I've, I've, um, I've spent uh, a bit of time um, Down watching the, the Lowland League football And I, I do think that it's very easy to, to make throwaway comments about players like, as, as we've, we've had, David the Painter. But the standard of football in the Lowland League is surprisingly better than than what people give it credit for. And and also, I think with the two teams coming in, the match day experience could change. I don't. I'm not saying that that an under twenties Rangers, an under twenty Celtic team coming to. To Alwa to play BSC is going to fill the stadium, but I do believe that it's going to maybe attract people who who stay local to the, the stadiums who would never normally go, who might have an interest, and they, they want to see. Just uh, parents want to take their kids along to watch the team that they that they support, in essence. But with all the Ferrari about it, and some of the some of the stuff that's that's out on Twitter just now is appalling. It's it's personal. It's appalling. It's it's not on. I'm not going to mention any particular leagues, but the feeder leagues are, take, are, are taking it pretty bad. And the point, I think that the, the big point we need to look at here is who actually is losing out with these, with these two two clubs coming in, and we're saying three three grand a, um, to a club. That's quite a bit of money for these clubs. And then, as I say, the match day experience can help. There might be a few quid coming in through the turnstiles. You just don't know. But there's going to be the, the potential for promotion. That doesn't change. The two clubs coming in doesn't change that. So there's this massive Ferrari, but I'm at a loss as to who, who it is that's actually losing out. 
Yeah, I think Roger, it sounds like Liam's yeah, very much on your page on this. Yeah, listen, I think Liam makes some good points here. If Celtic finish first and Rangers finish second or vice versa, it's not going to affect the pyramid in any way because the team that finishes third, say for argument's sake, BSC Glasgow, they would still go into the playoff with the Highland League champions for the right to take on the team that finishes 42nd in the SPFL. Um, we have to believe what we're told that it's only going to be for one year. So... The pyramid will stay intact Teams will drop out the bottom of the Lowland League And teams will be able to play off To come into the Lowland League at mm-hmm. the end of next season um, The league affected most by it Is the Lowland League And, their and they voted for it Voted in favour of it With a quite considerable margin last night Yeah, some are obviously not happy But democracy um, Most did vote for it um, I'll tell you what Joe, uh, Liam, you speak pretty well I'm going to put this tweet to you And then see what the guys think Paul... Shanks has tweeted in And he's put the, the, the quotation mark saying They need a platform They have one It's called the loan system Kieran Tierney was playing top flight football at 18 Not playing low in league opposition If they're elite They should be in the first team Coaching is the answer This fixes nothing What do you make of that From a player development perspective? I, I think there's, there's There's always going to be that argument There's going to be Out of that, out of that group of hand-picked boys that come through the, the academy, there's always going to be potentially one standout boy. Kim Tierney was that one standout. He's the, the exception to the rule, if you like. You've got the, there's, there's one or two come out every now and then. Mm-hmm. And coach, I think the coaching standard is, is pretty high. I do believe that, that the coaching standard is, is to a really acceptable level and beyond. But if you look back, and I don't want to, to, to kind of pull out the books of history, but if you look back to to some of the great players in this country, they were loaned out to junior clubs when they when they were just kind of coming through. And I think that with these younger boys, and it was said earlier, I can't forgive me because I don't remember who it was that made the point, but there's levels. So some of these boys that come through, in fact, the majority of these boys who come through from Celtic and Rangers through their academy system want to play football at their level. Some travel to, to Australia, some travel to, to Alloa. But they, they find they find a level and, and it seems to be served out. And I think that this is just, we don't know what's going to come of this. This is one year. One year. So they're going to go and they're going to try against these guys who, you've got guys who are playing, who have played at pretty decent levels throughout their life and they've dropped down. Mm-hmm. And you've got young boys, so they'll be playing against guys their own age as well. This isn't a case of the Lowland League is full of 35-year-old painters. They're going to go and they're going to be tested. They're going to get a different type of test. Do you know what, Liam? You make a very good case for it. I like it, Liam and Rob Royston. Thank you. 01419511025. Twitter, Instagram, whatever your social media platform of choice is. Today, some disappointing news coming from the account of Kenny McLean. He took to. Uh, like I say, uh, social media To say I'm absolutely devastated To have picked up an injury That will mean I'll miss the Euros Lots of hard work to come And I'll be supporting the lads From afar First of all Before we get embroiled In the inevitable Oh well who else Should be called up Goes without saying We wish him well That is that is brutal We've not had to deal with this We've not been at tournaments yeah. For so long We've forgotten Just how heartbreaking it can be For guys who get you there To miss out with a couple of weeks to go It's absolutely dreadful Um, We spoke about it a couple of weeks ago When Ryan Jack was ruled out Um, Now Kenny McLean has been ruled out Um, The news is broken by my colleague Robert Grieve in the sun this morning Um, And it's just terrible for the lads You know people say 
Kenny, you know, didn't start every game, but he played a huge role in Scotland, reaching the finals. You know, those goals and the penalty shootouts, absolutely crucial, nerveless finishes by the lad. And Scotland have waited 23 years to get to a major finals. These lads have waited all their lives to get to a major finals. And in the last club game mm. of the season, when the title's already won, he's had a magnificent season, Kenny McLean, down there at Norwich. Uh, he's now been hit by this, you know, medial ligament problems. Might even miss the start of Norwich back in the Premier League come August. So your heart goes out to the lad. Your heart goes out to Ryan Jack, and the hope has to be, Gordon. I mean, we discussed in the show the other day, twenty six players. How how difficult it was going yeah. to be, even to pick twenty six. Here's hoping we don't have any more injuries between now mm-hmm. and the start of the Euros. Now, Joe in Port Glasgow, this is the cruel side to tournament football. We we do wish Kenny McLean well. But there is an inevitable Follow-on discussion Which is Who takes his place Do you call up someone else Completely uncapped Do you shuffle things around What What's your take on that? Yeah Gordon It is very sad About the McLean injury um, Definitely But my point is About Billy Gilmore uh, I think it was after Ryan Jack Was, was um, ruled out of the tournament And you had a lot of people Saying that um, That Gilmore hadn't Played enough And whatnot, And he had They'd only played a handful of games I think the FA Cup uh, until um, until recently he's back in the, the Chelsea team but he's such a good player and an exceptional talent that I just think it's baffling that he's not um, at least in, in the squad I mean I was watching the other night against um, Man City mm-hmm. and he was outstanding I mean I, I think he should be in our first team let alone our, our squad and I think the argument that he's not played enough or certainly hadn't played enough until recently doesn't really wash as well I mean if, if you're that good I think you should be in the team um, regardless, I mean, just for Scotland, you had it years ago. We didn't have a right back with um, Hutton and wasn't playing for his, his, his club, but he's playing for us. He's playing really well. Um, Bales, uh, sorry, uh, Bale with Wales didn't um, play a lot with Madrid. He was always in their team, always played well. And um, yeah, I just think somebody has talent should be in. And it all stays well with, with Parson. I mean, no disrespect to the, the sort of right wing backs and our team but I just think that's a major major weak spot and somebody like Parson who again for me is exceptional should be in the squad and in the team Yeah I think you know the, the Patterson one's been fascinating for a few weeks what's even more relevant though about this Gordon is there are now two midfield roles vacant that would have been filled they would have been filled by Ryan Jack and Kenny McLean they were both going yes mm-hmm. they're both yeah. central midfield players if anything they're both that slightly Deeper lying midfielder mm-hmm. You would say Not necessarily right in Behind the striker Does Billy Gilmore Now go to the Euros? In uh, my opinion Yeah well um, I think that The lad has Always been in Steve Clark's thoughts But Steve Clark's very loyal To the guys that got him there And as Roger said You know We've got had injuries And We heard that Devastating news For Kenny McLean And obviously Ryan Jack missing out But they've got to Concentrate now And getting themselves back Rehabbed and fit mm-hmm. And it gives an opportunity And the door is open for other players Gordon And Billy Gilmore must Must come into that, that sort of a planning Is it now about more than coming into the conversation Roger Because there are people like Joe There are loads of people like Joe Who two months ago would have said Billy Gilmore needs to go to the Euros I don't care if Kenny McLean Or Ryan Jack Or John Fleck Or Stuart Armstrong Or John McGinn Or Ryan Christie I don't care if they're all fit Billy Gilmore still has to go Yet now you've got two players Seemingly ahead of him In the pecking order Who are unfit So does he go now? I think Is there has, any doubt? I think he has to go now um, 
my life is so sad that I had a look last night at who might be in the 26 man squad and I sort of based it pick your starting 11 for the first game against the Czechs and then pick another 11 to shadow that and then pick another goalie another defender another mm-hmm. midfielder another striker take, takes you to your 26 I actually couldn't really see a way that Billy Gilmer didn't go really? to the finals because we're running so short I, I, I now think Steve Clark's going to start Scott McTominay at right centre back Okay. So that takes another central midfield option out of things. If you think Callum McGregor will go, yeah. Your pal Stuart Armstrong, John McGinn. Mm-hmm. And you look at the likes of Ryan Christie, John I, Fleck, I, people I, like that. I would, I, I, I would I, I question think, John think, Fleck just now, really. I think John Fleck's absolutely nailed on to go so now. You, and oh. I think Billy Gilmore and David Turnbull might make I, it. I was just going to ask that. So it, it is Ryan Jack and Kenny McLean who've dropped out through injury. We wish them both well. Gilmore and Turnbull now go for you or I, I just don't think yeah. You know if you look at it I, I don't see what the alternatives are You need to take midfielders with you What happens if You know there's a red card for Callum McGregor There's an injury for John McGinn Or Ryan Christie or Stuart Armstrong or something mm-hmm. You know we've got A game against Holland Game against Luxembourg to get through We've all that training to get through They've got club games to get through We've three games in the group to get through I just think if you're And then the the quarter-final, semi-final, final final To take into account You know, Billy Gilmer make his debut in the semi Yeah, he could I I think he could Tumble and Gilmer um, Yeah, as I say Probably my, my doubt before everything Would have been the John Fleck one, right? I just I do, I, But even not, notwithstanding that There are no, now but, Jack well, and McLean I know but my point is Gordon I think he might use these spaces For as Roger said there As much as you can say Well what happens if Something happens to a midfield mm. player What happens if happens to a Right wing back Left wing back Centre forward So I think there'll be a place for a player That can play We've already got them though Scott McTominay Kieran Tierney They are your Play various yeah, positions he, guys he, he might throw another one in there Right Now I wouldn't take him But he might throw a Patterson in there Yeah Right back Callum Yeah Off, off number 10 Can right, play okay. up top Gives him cover But me personally Space is available Gilmore and Turnbull All day It's a good debate Thank you Joe Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football it is Beat the Pundit time Your chance to win a signed ball But you need to get past The formidable Roger Hanna Or the Slightly less formidable Gordon DL 01419511025 The lines close at 7 So be quick Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Roger Hanna are here Here until 8 o'clock So if you are just joining us uh, You've missed a couple of things A lively debate as always About the introduction of Colt teams Celtic and Rangers into the Lowland League Looks like that will now go ahead There are going to be a limited number of spectators At Hamden for the Scottish Cup final next Saturday And sadly Kenny McLean out of the Euros We wish him well And of course the discussion about who takes his place is underway. So if you've got any thoughts on those topics, please do keep them coming in. And after we do this, a really incredible gesture from the people at Motherwell regarding season tickets. We'll tell you all about that and we'll be joined on the line by Alan Burrows after this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish Sun.co.uk slash football. Beat the pundit time. What are we, two weeks left? Under two weeks remaining Of Beat the Pundit Black Arthur Has sent the table in How's it looking? You are Mid-table mediocrity You're bang 
right smack in the middle of the table. Players. However, you need a win. If you play tonight, you need a win to try and stretch away from Keevans. Are you, are you worried about Colts coming in to beat the pundit next year? You're getting pushed towards no, the bottom. I think the lower echelon of the league. Below me Listen to this. DL and Keevans Both played 19 Both won 13 Both lost 6 Wow You're ahead on points per game Believe it or not But you've got an identical win percentage to Keevans If you look do, look up for me Will you? Look up Keep looking up You'll then see Hannah Miles above you Alex Ray above uh, above Hannah And Halliday And Halliday still top He's you, Hall- need, you need to remember Who's He's below? Keevans, Wilson and Duffy Duffy Ray and Halliday don't have any of this minus one Exactly I do, I do feel a bit sorry for oh, Roger 19 Hanna. games and, played And people are arguing with me that this these coach teams in the Lowland League unfair I've had a long season, I'm tired 19 You're games David is in Cumbernauld How are you tonight David? Evening panel uh, Hi, I phoned up one, one time before I got absolutely Battered Got zero right So I thought I'd phone up And see if I can redeem myself Can we just check David You're not a painter <laughs> No No painter who, <laughs> David who, who, Hold I on I you get one correct tonight Who beat you to zero last time? I think it was uh, Mark Wilson Oh my David <laughs> Oh this should be good Right any, any, any sightings of Mark Wilson tonight at all? Do we know where he is? Ooh, yeah we might get to that actually There uh, has been a, a mystery sighting of uh, him David Don't worry it'll be much better this time Think heads it will be I'll be happy if I can get one. <laughs> He's setting his sights high. Heads mm. is Roger Hannah Tails. It is Gordon Diel. And it is heads it's Roger minus oh, one. No, David, hang up. Quick, luck, David. Don't Cut. David, don't. I think, I think this may be a double bluff. Aye. Don't listen to him. We need you. Take your phone out. <laughs> Thirty seconds oh, on the David. clock. I'm gonna give Roger some Clyde two to listen to. Right, David, come on. Deep breaths. You you can get at least one here. If you don't know, pass quickly and move on to the next one, okay? Let's go Let's go 30 seconds Starting Now Which current Rangers player Also played in the 2008 UEFA Cup final uh, that, uh, Al McGregor What club does Club team does Kenny McLean play for uh, Hibs What Celtic manager Signed Henrik Larson Oh um, Pass I can't uh, remember Aaron Hickey name. Plays for which Italian team uh, Which English team did Craig Moore play with Between his two Rangers spells um, Burnley Which Scottish Premier Right this is the last one I've started it So think carefully Which Scottish Premiership team Has fur trees On its club badge Fur trees uh, Livingston <laughs> David, David, David Right let's bring Roger Hanna Roger can you hear us Pray for oh, David I was just listening to, to David Bowie Ashes to Ashes And I couldn't mm. enjoy it for Roger. thinking how, how would DL melt those lyrics Roger You could actually win this in minus one You ready? <laughs> Go for it Same set of questions to you Will you be quiet over there? Right 30 seconds Your time starts now, which current Rangers player also played in the 2008 UEFA Cup final? Stephen Davis. Which club team does Kenny McLean play for? Norwich. Which Celtic manager signed Henrik Larsson? Vim Janssen. Which Italian team does Aaron Hickey play Bologna. for? Which English team did Craig Moore play with between his two Rangers Newcastle. spells? Which Scottish Premiership side features fir trees on their club crest? Ross County. Oh, I'm robbing you of victory for this. Which Scottish top flight side have lost the most league games this season? Go Marmot Okay Are you serious? Fur trees Fur, Fur park trees 
on the club crest Ross County that was the I type I actually of, thought it was too obvious I would ridicule him for yeah. months if oh, he got no that if, if his mother was no chance he'd have got it I mean we're about to be we, uh, the, the chief executive of Motherwell is hanging on the line mm-hmm. and you just thought that the team in the premiership with fur trees on their was, crest is was, Ross County I thought it was too obvious I cannot believe don't get me wrong David I don't think would have got it right, David <laughs> do I need to ask how do you think that went I've got two hopes <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think you're right David And both are correct Oh David Dave, Why'd you put yourself through oh. we, we love having you But right Which Rangers player Also played in the 2008 UEFA Cup final To be fair David This was a sort of Hit the post right Alan McGregor was a decent shout But it's wrong It was Stephen Davis I forgot Neil Alexander was on the goals at the time You did, you did indeed You also forgot that Kenny McLean does not play for Hibs He plays for <laughs> Norwich And it kind of went from there um, Yeah, Wim Janssen signed Henrik Larsson Aaron Hickey plays for Bologna The bad news for you Craig is Roger's got all of these at this point And, and, and well you've got none um, He did show that he's human though Because Craig Moore between his two Rangers spells Played Crystal for Crystal Palace, Palace. And wait till I tell Alan Burrows about this The Scottish Premiership team With fur trees on the club crest Is not Ross County It's Motherwell um, But you got one more The Kilmarnock uh, Have lost the most games In the top flight So one, two, three, four, five For Roger Minus his one Takes him down to four <laughs> David David it was a, <laughs> David I think you could be the first person Who's ever got two zeros On Beat the Pundit <laughs> So we'll make it third time lucky Will we? Name to Abraham Lincoln Because I was absolutely rotten David David can I ask you A real serious question Aye on you go What are you doing Thursday night About seven o'clock Could you give us a phone? <laughs> <laughs> David well don't done, listen David. to him I appreciate you Listen that takes bravery To come on here And get a second zero in a row So we're, we're very grateful Thank you David in Cumbernauld 0141951 I don't Listen See after some of the answers That you've come out with On this show Over the years I, I think you I think you've got Some cheek Pray for David Honestly David the, in Cumbernauld Wasn't David Freel was it? Davy oh. the painter Has been oh. discussed Various times Throughout Right a bit more Serious good, good news How often can we talk About good news And something that I think Fans of all teams Can push their bias To one side um, And celebrate Quite an extraordinary Announcement from Motherwell today um, which has announced that they will be giving free season tickets away this season for everyone who bought one during the last campaign. So they released the news today saying at the start of the 2020-2021 season, we pledged to season ticket holders they would see in person 19 Premiership matches at Fir Park in return for their purchase. Um, now, as we know, that never happened and our commitment remains unchanged. If you bought a season ticket for this season, you'll automatically get one for next season for free Now I'm delighted to say Motherwell's Chief Executive Alan Burrows Joins us on the line um, Alan Firstly congratulations On an incredible gesture I think it's clearly been met With widespread praise And deservedly so Give us a little bit of Your thinking behind this hey, Hi Gordon Hi guys um, Listen this, this Really just fits in the line With what the club tries to do All the time Gordon You and I have already spoken This show But what the club's ethos is and what the club's mentality is and it's a fan-owned club, it's a fan-ran club um, so at all times we try and default to what is the right position what's the right thing to do and we made that commitment about this time last year because we were asking people to part with their hard-earned cash at a time when you know, people's jobs were under threat, people didn't know what was coming up we actually didn't really know what we were selling to a certain extent and if I'm entirely honest with you um, I think that we, we probably thought at that point you know, fans probably back in September, October you know, we'll miss a couple of games off the start, we'll credit that back and off we go. Um, here we are in the last week of the season and, and fans have not been back for the whole time. So 
But that notwithstanding, I think it was very important to us to stand by the pledge and the promise. Um, you know, because that's the right thing to do. We, we made it in good faith, and we'll stand by in good faith. And so far, anyway, I think the um, that part of the offer that we've made today has certainly went down really well with not only our supporters but people looking in, and, and, and that's been that's been really pleasing. People will be looking for a catch. That's that's the way this works. I, I, when I announced it to Gordon Daly, he just looked confused, and I, I know he, he often looks that way. But genuinely, as if how you know how, how can this be done? Surely that's too good to be true. But but there's no catch there, is there? That it's how I've described it. No, it's exactly how you described it. So, anybody who had a twenty twenty one season ticket will automatically be renewed. Anybody who wants a refund uh, rather than a renewal can have it. So, they've got to the end of this month to claim that. We will froze prices for anybody who wants to buy or or, uh, or return from from previous years. And 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 really, the, the fourth thing that what we're encouraging fans to do. So, we, you know, in the last couple of months, I've had a lot of support write to me or email me or message me on social media and say, "Listen, Alan, we know what you said last year. We know what you said at the AGM." About honouring your pledge to fans, but we want to help. We want to contribute. We want to put, you know, put money into the club. We don't want to see the club struggle. So what we've done is we try to, you know, acknowledge that by having two separate donation funds: one for the community trust to help us continue all the great stuff that we do in the community. And, and you were good enough to let me on the show about six months ago to talk about the stuff. For example, we've done around Christmas lights and a few other bits and bobs. Uh, but the second part of it as well, and this is really important, is back in the 1980s when Ravenscraig started to shut down in Gordon as a kind of mother native will know exactly the impact that had in the local community. The club at that time uh, created a scheme whereby people who were unemployed or people who were directly impacted by that closure were able to get a, a, a hold of season tickets through the club and through a, a, a scheme that was actually, believe it or not, called Hughes. I'm not going to the reason why it was called that, but that's what it's called. Um, so we've tried to kind of you know re- re- reincarnate that um, that scheme. And, and so what we're saying to fans is, if you donate any, anything, you know, big or small, whatever you can afford, um, you know, this season we'll take the, whatever money you put in, we'll double it, and we will give that away to to people who are either unemployed or, or low income families, and we'll work with agencies in the local area to identify and make sure those people get it. So again, it's a way to support the club, it's a way to help out the local community, uh, and it's a way we can try and grow our supporter base as well, and, and and give something back to people who really need it this at this time, and it's been obviously a difficult year for everybody. So that's the, that, that that's how that's kind of four pillars of the club, and so that's hopefully. You know, fans will appreciate it. Hopefully, it'll go down well. And, and so far, you know, certainly what I've seen on social media, that's been the case. And I think in the first hour, um, I get notifications just from from the guys who are running the forest that I think we've had over seven and a half or eight grand in the first hour uh, in one of those schemes. So I mean, and and, and one hour's take for a lower club like that to get that level of money for season tickets for for low income families is phenomenal. So we're delighted with that. Yeah, do you know what? That last bit might, in, in a way, be the most incredible, Alan, because the, the headline is. Free season tickets to, to people who got one last year And, and by the way That's great as well um, But that, that'll always be the headline That'll be the bit that people take away But w- what you're saying is If there's someone out there Who thinks that No I'm comfortable I want I want to pay for my season ticket this year They can donate that money Even if it's half of that money Or whatever A quarter yeah. of that money And that goes towards Funding season tickets For people who otherwise Couldn't afford them That's exactly right And and, and as I said This scheme was kind of born In the mid 80s when, when Motherwell in the area Was going through a bit of a crisis um, we're back in a crisis again. It's a it's a different type. It's COVID this time. Um, but obviously, there's been a lot of pressure on people's families and finances. There's been a lot of pressure mentally for people who've been unable to go. So when, we, when stadiums are open back up, we hope we can be a bit of a salvation for people. We can, you know, help people meet again in families when it's safe to do so. And you know, the news from the government today. I think is encouraging for us in terms of the return to fans in the stadium. I think we're very positive about the next season. So not only is this a, a, a way that fans 
who are going to get a free season ticket, or, or even if you, even if you're not, if you just feel as if you want to donate into that sort of scheme, we think that's a way that we can help the club out financially, but also grow the support base, but also, as you've said, more importantly, to try and help people who really, really need it at this time. So, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a really good idea. It was a great idea in the 80s, and we've just uh, gave it a rebirth and, and, and brought it back in 2021. Alan, it's Roger. How are you? C- congratulations on the initiative. I was going to ask, we started the show tonight talking about supporters getting into the cup final a week on Saturday at Hamden. <laughs> For the Motherwell fans, and, and they'll all have seen on TV the improvement work you've done around Fur Park in the last few months to, to, in readiness for their returning to the stadium. When yep. do you see fans back in Fur Park and in what sort of number would you see them back in initially? I think we're certainly encouraged, Roger, by, by the kind of noises that are coming out of government, both both the UK government, but also more domestically here in Scotland and the Scottish government about even just the Scottish Cup final and, and, and Hamden for the Euros. And on the basis of those numbers, I very much expect for the Betfred Cup campaign that's going to sorry scratch that for the Premier Sports Cup campaign that's going to kick off in tenth uh, of July. I very much expect supporters to be back in that ground. Obviously, not at full capacity, but certainly um, certainly as a, a portion, and that'll give us a good starting base ahead of the season in August. So, a combination of, of relaxed or, or relaxing um, rules. You know, together with you know the continued outroll of the vaccine program and just a general improvement that hopefully we see over the summer. I'm really hopeful. Uh, you know, I'm stopping short of saying confident, but I'm really hopeful that by August time, the real you know for a club of our size, we'll be able to fulfil certainly the, the, the you know a very very high portion of our season ticket base in Fur Park for for the big season kick off. Yeah, I'm sitting. I'm sitting here between two mother old men. You're putting smiles in their faces. I think what the nation wants to know, they they too have seen all the great work you're doing, all the new seating, all. The improvements yeah. that cardboard cutout of Gordon D. Allen is quite mother of a week. Is, is it safe? Yeah, have it's you kept it somewhere? It's absolutely safe. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've, yeah, I, I've got it. I was trying. Keeping on the security doors to try and keep people out of Don't you worry, that will keep people out, Alan. What a fantastic job. What I will say in a serious note, you touch on something there years gone by when Ravens Craig, for instance, my father was a part of that and I know what the town went through. So it means a lot to the Mm. people in Motherwell and brilliant work once again, mate. And I'll send you my postcode and address for my season ticket. No, you had to have bought one in the previous year. That's the way you just get one for free. Uh, straight up Alan th- This time last year um, There was a lot of Worry A lot of doom and gloom About you know The future of clubs And so on People will Perhaps look at this and How have How, how have Motherwell managed this Are you financially Going to be able to, to Cope with this type of gesture I'm, I'm sure you will And you've thought it all through But you would understand those questions from people, I'm sure. No, no absolutely. Um, listen, we wouldn't have taken any, we wouldn't take any decision that we felt was going to jeopardise the club financially. So, listen, we've been into this the, the pandemic on the back, back of two good player sales, a uh, third place finish, a European run, and we've managed the club's finances as well as they possibly can do. But actually, Gordon, this is more important than money. Um, and, and sometimes football gets so. You know, we've seen that in the last couple of weeks with the Super League debate. I think sometimes football gets so obsessed by money. I think what we're trying to be as a club, as a community club, a fan focused club a fan-ran club. So it's actually more about the supporters and the community and the people. And that's more important than money. And I think, generally, if you look after those people, particularly when times are tough, those people will look after the club when times are tough. And I think that kind of mutual understanding between the sports base is something that's unique. It doesn't exist in a lot of football clubs. I'm proud to say, I think, you know, with our support base, it does exist in there. So what, what, what we may lose in the short term, albeit we've got those schemes, those donation schemes, I think people will help us out. And obviously, extremely encouraged by you know, in the first couple of hours. Um, but I, I, I genuinely think that people will buy into that. I think people will help out, help us with that. 
But longer term, I think it just it helps continue to foster the relationship between the club and the supporters. And if you've got a really captive, engaged, you know, a, a support base that feels valued, and hopefully our support base, you know, whilst we don't win every weekend, we would like to be better and we'll individually. We I hope they genuinely believe they've got that club and a board of directors and a staff and a, and a group of people that work at Fort Park who genuinely care about them as supporters, but also care about their area and the role that we have to play within that area. Yeah, brilliant. And just finally, before we let you go, a slight change of topic. We've already had. A caller on Talking about What's next for Alan Campbell I can see tweets from Rangers fans Celtic fans Aberdeen fans Saying should we Should we have a nibble should, Is this a player We should try and get There have been interest From England Give us your, your Sort of Departing thoughts on him Because I know he's been A terrific servant to the club And I guess you guys Did all you could But it's time for him To, to go elsewhere No absolutely Listen we've been off on Alan Extended deals For probably the best part Of 18 months now Um what it became really clear, particularly, I mean, Graham Alexander and I wanted to throw one last one, and, and it was an offer that, you know, from in Mullow terms, was as, as good as an offer that we could ever make as a club. You know, really the very top end of that. But Alan, when actually Alan sat down and he spoke to Graham about it, it became clear it's not really about money for Alan now. Uh, he's been in the club for, what, six or seven seasons in the first team. He's played nearly 160 games as a 22-year-old, and most of them are starts. You know, a phenomenal individual uh, on and off the park. You know, so dedicated to his profession. If you could, if you could prototype a footballer, um, Alan Campbell would be your man. So for him, it was just I think in his own mind, is about the next stage and can make sure he continues to motivate. Because bear in mind, over those six or seven years, he's seen so many of his friends and teammates come and move on and go into bigger and better things, um, or, or certainly bigger things, whether better or not is the right word, but certainly bigger and, and more exciting things for, for them in their individual careers. Um, and I think he probably feels it's time that he wants a piece of that, and we totally respect that as a club. You know, listen, um, we, we had an offer for him in January from an English Championship club that we rejected because we felt his residual value would help us keep in the league, and I think that was probably be a, a, a correct decision given how well he's played over the last four or five months. But as much as we're really sorry to lose him, um, Gordon, as much as he's going to be a, a difficult player to replace, um, he's the antithesis of everything that we try to be at Mother in terms of producing young players and giving them a platform and we'll wish him every success in the future when he goes and, and, and really hope and you know, pray that he has a, a really successful and, and excellent career wherever that may be Brilliant, well done Alan thanks for taking the time and well done again terrific gesture and I think you can see everyone in, in Scottish football is well behind it so well done Top man, thanks Gordon thanks guys, bye bye Good man Thanks Alan That was Alan Burrows Chief Executive of Motherwell quite an incredible gesture that I think everyone listening would agree free season ticket if you bought a season ticket for Motherwell this season you get one for free next season and if you want to still fork out and pay something and donate something because you're in a position to then that goes to providing season tickets for people who can't afford them so really incredible stuff um, we uh, will take a breather because I need to get this full time teaser ready for the guys the PFA Scotland Player of the Year shortlist is out it's Almost the same as the Football Writers one It's all Rangers players Except No Connor Goldson on this one And his place has been taken by Ryan Kent I wonder What you make of that And why you think that Might be Give us your thoughts Taking your calls On Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here Lots of positive reaction coming into what you've just heard from Alan Burrows Chief Executive of Motherwell Talking about their season ticket initiative uh, Quite incredible stuff So well done again to them um, What do you make of it? If you've got any thoughts, pick up the phone How does it make you feel, Motherwell fans? And what about other rival opposition fans? Would you like to see your club try something similar Even if not the same? Let Pick up the phone and let us know Also that PFA Scotland Player of the Year shortlist Tavernier, McGregor, Davis and Kent instead of Goldson It was Goldson on the Football Writers one 
But Kent gets the nod <clears> here What do you make of that? And why do you think that is? What are the players seeing differently From the football writers? Let us know I do have a teaser for you two as well mm. um, Interested to see how you do with this one I think, I think you'll be alright I think you will be Okay, can you name eight players Who were relegated from the English Championship this season And have played in Scotland At some point Loans do not count There is also one Really really tricky one That I've just taken out for you And I can tell you about him later But let's call it eight For the moment Eight players who were relegated From the English Championship This season And have played in Scotland So we've got Rotherham One one was mentioned about coming back The other day Clark Robertson at Rotherham Yes Well I just gave you at Rotherham Jack Grimmer Yes Wickham Uchiek Piazu Yes Alright we'll leave it there You've got three of eight uh, Thank you to David and Straven For sending this in And as always If there are more than eight You don't blame me You blame David <laughs> and Straven That's the way it works Come on um, Like I said I know there are more than eight Because there is one For sure That I, that I took out Because I thought it was too tricky And loan players don't count I think there's some loans there as well So we'll, we'll wait and see how you, right. how you get on Let's bring in John on the line And see what he's got for us tonight Hi John Evening, eh? So, but what Murrow's going to do the fans? I think it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I would like to see my team to have you like the book, eh, Celtic, because I don't know when I'm going to get back into the park or when we're going to get back in, into the games. Eh, my Renault is going to be coming in a couple of weeks, but a couple of ideas. I would like to see Celtic. Eh, there's going to be a couple of friendlies. I've been loyal last season, the season we've had. I would like to see well, a couple of friendlies. I can answer that. I'd like to see you first, maybe a first round in Europe, eh, qualifier, maybe get in for that. But that's how we get back into the park. And uh, if I get run the Scottish Cup and I bet the Cup, I like to see him get in for nothing as well. Maybe I should be a bit asking too much, but as I say, we've been loyal this season. I get, I get a pass to get on the telly and I can't, I can even get it. So me and another thousands, a lot of thousands of Celtic fans can, can't even get watching it. Uh, coming this season, we don't know if we're going to get back in and if we want another five hundred pound, even with Nate Mel. Yeah, well, I mean Roger, every club's different, right? And we yeah. take our hats off to Motherwell. It is brilliant. That I, I I don't think that's right for us to say that every club should do that. Not every club will be in a position to. Um, but it is an incredible gesture for Mother. Would you like to think that other clubs would at least do something, some sort of acknowledgement as to the the loyalty that fans have shown in this pandemic period? Well, listen. One of the key sentences in there was Alan was saying they would never have done anything to jeopardise the financial security of the football club. So um, Mother were in a position where they could do it. Um, maybe other clubs are not in a position where they could do it. You would like to think there would be something back for the supporters. The supporters have bought season tickets for a season which they've never been near the grounds. Um, they've had to watch their team on TV. Um, it's not cheap. Uh, and now, a year on, clubs are beginning to ask their clubs again blindly to buy season tickets, not knowing when. A lot of them will get back into ground. You know, Alan Burroughs was talking there about hopefully some supporters allowed back in for the start of the League Cup group stages in July. But what percentage? We don't know. We said earlier on the show, it's unrealistic to think that Celtic Park will go from no fans to 60,000 fans straight away. That's not going to happen. So I understand the point John makes. It is a big ask to go to supporters all the time. And ask them to part with hard-earned money. It's difficult as well on you know specific clubs and specific ideas, but at least John's got his thinking cap on, and I like that. Celtic behind the scenes may well be coming up with something. Is that is that generally the type of thing you might see, Roger? That you know a cup game chucked in, a European game chucked in. Are these are these the types of gestures that that would would 
would be welcomed by well, fans Listen You might see A different pricing policy You might see a different Season ticket offer Dominic Mackay's now in the building They might look at Revamping the way things are done The way things are packaged um, He might look at some of the stuff He's done with Scotland rugby team Some of the things he's done With the Glasgow Warriors And Edinburgh rugby team There may be You know A, a League Cup tie Thrown in Celtic obviously don't go in At the group stages they, They'll go into the last 16 Maybe that tie could be thrown in Maybe the, maybe the first home Scottish Cup tie could be thrown in Maybe the first European qualifier could be thrown in I don't know because we don't know when supporters will get back in And how many will get back in at any given time I, I think it's only fair Roger that clubs And you're right we don't know the financial side of it Mother of Wolves gesture is absolutely fantastic We'll all applaud that I think clubs have got to look after the supporters whether it's a small gesture, Gordon, you know, as long as it's within the budget, as long as it doesn't put the club into trouble, some fans will take it up, some fans won't. Look at the response Mother will have already had with theirs, mm-hmm. but at least make the gesture, show the fans that they mean something to the club, rather than just say, give, 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 you've got to give a little back. That makes sense, John, just that way that you're looking for a gesture of some sort. I just see it's a gesture because we've got a terrible, terrible year. There's guys lost their jobs and the whole lot lost, as I say, we just don't know when we're going to get run. It's, it's guys say that I don't know, they're anywhere they're going to be 60,000. I'll be buying, man, it doesn't matter, but as I say, we had a terrible season. But we don't know how it's going to work if they see they're like 20,000, 20, so they're going to, I may only see them five times next year. And they would just go, ah, you'll be one, you'll get a shot in, we'll need you down there, or 30,000, 40,000, you I don't know how it's going to work Maybe yeah. not Yeah it's going to be tough But hopefully we get there Thank you very much John In Greenock What what did you make of Of that Motherwell story Roger And what we heard from Alan I'm conscious I didn't really get your reaction Because we were We were speaking very much To, to Alan about it I think it's terrific Somebody phoned me to tell me about it When I was in the car On the way to the studio tonight And it actually took me It took me a few seconds To compute what they were telling me That every season ticket holder Is going to get a free Season ticket For <laughs> next season If they want it and if they then feel compelled to throw some money into the pot And it might help out others who are less fortunate And maybe struggling to buy their season ticket It's a terrific offer An absolutely terrific offer By, and you go back to the very start of Alan's interview By a club that's run by supporters For supporters I don't need to tell you two that You two boys are a big mother of men You stay in the town You know what it means to the people of the town You know the bond that was forged between the people of the town and the club Many many years ago in times of adversity How that bond is sustained through the years You know the impact that the well society Has made on the club in recent seasons And this is just The latest move by the club To strengthen that bond Between mm-hmm. club and supporters And you would think that going forward in years to come When all this Covid thing's gone And we're back to some semblance of normality The club will believe that those supporters mm-hmm. will, will then Dig deep and, and maintain that bond with the club Yeah I mean Gordon It's easy for us I suppose To, to talk it up But mm-hmm. I think it's deserved I don't think anyone Would, would grudge us the opportunity Because Alan said it himself We'll see what happens Between three and five On a Saturday you, mm-hmm. you, you can't win every game And you know And the football team Might be good They might be average They might be rubbish But as a fan How much does it mean to people To know that Their club genuinely Cares about them And particularly against the landscape That we've just seen recently down south With Super Leagues and all the rest of it A, a genuine care from your club about you That means loads to people doesn't it That's that's the thing that caught me with Alan tonight uh, We all know the fantastic job he's doing at Motherwell And his love for that club uh, Second to none Gordon But when he came out with a statement That is missing 
the fact that sometimes money's not important. You know, it's about giving something back to supporters. And I think, um, you know, the gesture that Motherwell have made today has been incredible. Um, and as I say, well done. And we applaud them for it. Other clubs may follow, whether it be a small gesture. But at least the Motherwell fans know they've got a club that care for them. And what happens, going if we ever go through a bad time again, you won't know one thing I'll guaranteed. Those fans will remember the gestures. They'll remember what happened and they will come again and help the club out if it's ever needed, which I don't think it is because of the people that's running Motherwell Football Club. But it's absolutely brilliant. I was delighted to hear Alan tonight. 0141-951-1025 on the phones. Uh, you can tweet us as well, at Clyde SSB. Uh, another story doing the rounds today that I want to get your thoughts on. The PFA Scotland Player of the Year shortlist is out. Tavernier, McGregor, Davis and Kent. Now you remember last year, a big... Last week I should say, a big debate about the football writers list. It was Tavernier, McGregor, Davis and Goldson. So I wonder what, what you make of that, Gordon. Because you wanted Goldson to win the overall mm-hmm. writers award. Now your man's been snubbed by his fellow professionals. I'm astonished. Um, I can understand players voting for Kent because you play against him a few times a season. He could give you a real hard time because he's one of those players. You'll remember that. You'll look at, right, see when you're voting, Gordon, it used to be when you were sitting in that dressing room, right, who gave me the hardest time? Who's the best player again? So you basically went against the player that was the opposition of, see, for instance, I'm centre forward. I've been thinking, which centre half really gave me a, a tour of time? Oh, he scored so many goals as a defender. Yeah, I'll go for him. So I think there's a lot of defenders and a lot of midfield players out there that would look at Kent's performances. Golson is just one of those guys that he's that good. That he, how, how do you like? You don't notice him, but he's just he's at eight, nine out of ten every single week. And sometimes these guys get overlooked. I just think that Golson. I'm a. I'm not. Uh, disappointed at Kenson I'm astonished that uh, Connor Golson hasn't been recognised with the fellow um, players what you're trying to say is the football writers know more about it than the footballers I've not gone that far Roger everybody's got their own opinion and everybody gets their own vote but I'm really are astonished at Connor Golson who's never missed a game kicked every ball uh, he's improved incredibly um, he's defending you look at every game that Rangers have played and times when they could have, and especially after the European games, they changed the team four or five players, rested real players. Davis come out. Tavernier was replaced when he was injured with Parson. McGregor, who's been brilliant as well, was replaced with McLaughlin. So there was a rotation. The one th- person that uh, Stephen Gerrard never rotated was Connor Golston. And there's a reason behind that. Because he knew that's my mainstay, that's my go go guy. He will make sure everything's mm. okay, and that's why I sort of a bit astonished that he's not in that four. Roger, um, no, I go back to my earlier answer. I think the football writers know more about it than the football. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah, I, I can understand the, the, the debate. I'd have been surprised. You never really see the same shot list twice. People have different views. As Dan says, there's probably defenders out there mm-hmm. who have faced Ryan Kent and thought, "Oh my God, he's absolutely terrific," and voted for him. And you know, there'll be strikers, there'll be attacking players who have maybe chosen Tavernier ahead of goals. And I don't know. Um, I think the fact that for the first time that I can ever remember. 
the two shortlists for the two major awards have been dominated by one club, I think just tells you the type of season that Stephen Gerrard's Rangers have had. So if and this has been cruel, right? Because we're mm. not, I'm not asking you to criticise one of these guys because they've obviously had good seasons. Mm. But if you wouldn't have swapped Goldson off the list, is there another one of the list that you think would would have dropped off for for Kent? Um, I mean, is it McGregor, for instance, because McLaughlin yeah. played ten games and the defence has been so good that he's he's not had a lot to do? But then other people say he's made unbelievable. Right, I would certainly keep Tavernier in there because I think obviously his his numbers, as people keep saying now in the modern day game, numbers, assists, goals, and stuff like that. I certainly keep him. McGregor's come up with the saves at important times and that's why Rangers fans absolutely love him because he's a top class goalkeeper when called on he is a man that saves you uh, but I just think that's the reason you've got a pair of gloves uh, that's your job yeah I would probably if I had to cut it down Gordon I would make a case for five right but if I had to cut <laughs> it if I had to cut it down and Kent was in then I would probably swap uh, McGregor right. get, uh, get Fraser Wishart on this show to defend these members um, Right, eight players who were relegated from the English Championship this season And have played in Scotland on a permanent basis You've got Clark Robertson, Jack Grimmer, Uchi Ikpiatsu Is Callum Patterson one? Yes Is Jordan Rhodes, is he still at Sheffield Wednesday? He's never played up here what about his uh, Yes he has, he's played at Dunfermline No, it was his father Jordan Rhodes I thought Jordan played here No he was born in Dunfermline Well he's I knew he was born ah, Well he was born So here. what are you 30 years out on he's, that uh, He's got what, uh, what, His father what, was a goalkeeper What about Jordan Rhodes Strike partner Josh Winders Yes So three to get We'll get them next Number one For football In Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here We're going to speak to David Blantyre very soon Indeed he's been hanging on patiently What about this teaser tonight? Eight players who were relegated from the English Championship this season And have played in Scotland Loans don't count I also took out a gentleman called Kieran Sadler Remember him? Yeah played at Mirren. Mirren. I just didn't think you would get it no got that. I've got one So I took him out So far you've got Patterson and Windass At Sheffield Wednesday Clark Robertson at Rotherham Jack Grimmer And Uchi Ikpiatsu at Wickham I've got one But I can't remember his name right Oh brilliant That's but, be good No no then. no, no That's a drawback But he played with Rangers Big midfield player Scored some goals uh-huh. I think he's at Rotherham Is he Josh Windass's pal? What's his mate's name? Matt Crooks That's him Matt Crooks, well done. What about um used to play at Celtic, Danny Fox? No. No? Unless David's missed it off his list, no, no, which no, is no, entirely no. possible. The other one I thought of was uh, Wickham Darrow Horgan. Yes. Alright, one to get, we'll leave it there. Um I've still we've still to get your big appeal. Well we just do it at the end of the show because I'm conscious that David's been you hanging can do on. It next week if you want. Nah, I've already said it. David, take it away. Hi, uh, thanks. Uh, good evening, lads. Hello. Uh, the two Gordons and Roger, how are we doing? Hi, David. All good, David. What's on your uh, mind tonight? It was just uh, it's in regards to, well, I've, I've phoned a, a, a few times. Um, I'm, a, I'm a Celtic fan, but it's in regards to the, the Motherwell with the season tickets. Um, I live uh, out in South Lanarkshire, and um, actually, I'd, I'd, caught, I'd, I'd read about it online just before I was listening to the show. Earlier on, then it was mentioned. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. And when you think that what we've been through every day in the past fifteen months, um, in regards to you know not being able to do next to nothing, 
Uh, and then that as a uh, you know, you know, putting that forward as a club, I thought it was fantastic. Um, in a previous job, I, I used to work with Motherwell quite uh, closely, uh, and Leanne Dempster before she moved on, well, before she moved up in Motherwell and then moved on to Hibs. Um, and a club, a great club, absolutely, you know, people there, fantastic. And um, I just thought that was a, a, a tremendous, yeah. tremendous thing. Um, whereas my club is um, struggling to get a <laughs> struggling to get a manager, and then the season ticket deals are going out, you know. So, yeah. Do you think it's the type of gesture, David? That, and I've noticed this on social media. It doesn't really matter what team you support. I mean, there'll always be a little bit of sniping or whatever. But but generally, that these are the types of things that kind of make you forget about your team allegiance and think, oh, you know, that that's what football is all about. Is just trying to to feel part of something, and you like to think that's a two way street where you. Feel passionately about your club, but you like to think that they feel the same back. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean absolutely. When I, when I worked with Motherwell before, just getting the ticket office and and dealing with the staff there, and um, great, absolutely great, you know. Um, and I, I think it's 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 really fantastic. And the, the the time comes now, you know, we are we're beginning, well, hopefully to to get back to you know near enough normality. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of day to day living, but it's uh, I, I thought that was absolutely fantastic. I saw I had to I had to read it twice because I was doubting myself, you know. Yeah, I think everyone was, was the same. online. You know, I, I was I was I was just doubting myself, and um, I thought no, that's that's ab- absolutely fantastic. Um, so yeah, uh, it, was, it was just to just to say, you know, well done on it. Yeah, that's good news. Good news. You know, it's a, it's a good news story. Yeah, we like them, David. We don't often get them, so it's it's great when they come along. Thank you for taking the time. We do appreciate it. That was David in Blantyre, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. A couple of tweets coming in um, about what we discussed before the break. There, the PFA um, Player of the Year list. Um, Graham says, "Isn't it clear that maybe opposition players don't watch as much football, so an impact player against their team is going to stick in their mind? An incredibly solid defender doesn't stick in your mind in the same way someone assisting." Or scoring a goal Which is a good point Kay says that Ryan Kent should 100% win it He's been the big difference this season And he's produced every single game Not just against the so-called big teams Um, Colin Brown's got a complaint though He says St Johnson have made two finals Winning one can finish the season With more trophies than Rangers Yet no mention in the writers or players Player of the year What's that about he says Might it just be that it's been more of a collective team effort Rather than having outstanding individuals Um, Possibly Possibly, um, I think. Speaking on behalf of the writers, you know, you look at Rangers twenty three points clear with two games to go. They probably did have the elite players. St Johnson had some outstanding players. Your pal Xander Clark, the skipper Jason Kerr, young Ali McCann in the middle of the park. They've had a lot of success stories this season. The manager as well in his first season, a huge success story too. But um, it's no real surprise that the guys who are winning the league get the nominations. Uh, right. Just before we go The most important order of business All night long I said earlier on We were going to have to put out an appeal On <laughs> your behalf I don't know what you're laughing at I think this is serious uh, it's well, he's, then, he's, he's laughing through the tears This is not a laughing matter Every night on the show We, we, we can't help it really Because he produces them so often We keep you up to speed on The latest calamities In the life of Gordon Deal. But every now and then One comes along with serious consequences And this is one of them What on earth have you done? And how can the listeners help? Well, we're pretty maybe pretty sure that we've made a mistake. Um, I'm doing up the house, Gordon, and we decided to get rid of some 
obviously furniture, sweets, beds and everything. And unknown to me that we throw we threw out of bed and now maybe that my medals were in the bed. Now I've thrown a lot of things out of bed but never my medals. Every medal hold on, every medal you've ever won yeah, you think was, was stored in this bed yeah, that bet. you took to the dump. Yeah. Well they they came and collected it. In a drawer under the bed. Yeah. <sighs> I mean Roger like when he see when he comes up with this stuff, you want to laugh and you want to take the mic out, but this is this is different. This is My serious. Coca Cola cup medal, never seriously. Been there, yeah. Oh come on. We're hoping. We're hoping that, that it's been misplaced. It's been misplaced. But you're but pretty confident. That no, that, that's no. the destination. Um, I'm is, is, getting there. Is, is now the time to offer a reward for the safe return of my bed. I just can So if anyone out there works in, in the dump In recycling centres <laughs> Dumps Or anything Or if anyone is offered A A, a rusty looking Coca-Cola cup medal From rusty. 1994 Or a well used bed from Motherwell oh, 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 Enough about that <laughs> Or you see it on eBay Going to give us a call Let's return it to its rightful owner I do genuinely and feel sorry for you in this one better, First time ever And better news for you Daz Look behind you Manchester City have won The English Premier League oh. Leicester won 2-1 At Manchester United tonight The league title is going back to the Etihad Any uh, of your Man City reserve medals in? No I've not got in any the collection. In I've got my Scottish Cup League Cups All that oh, See that, that that is sad And I really do is hope the, you find it Was the Bonkel Open Badminton Trophy in among there? No, Roger, no, see, no that's on the loft The trophies are up in no, the loft This is no laughing matter He likes to mock and you know, No that's, mocking That's, that's, I, that's 13 can I just years say of graft If you recall I was a shoulder in which you cried this morning When you yeah. broke this news to me That's 30 years of uh, absolute hard work Roger Everything I put into my footballing career Has gone And I've vanished in a bed Do you know the thing is I don't even think we've got time to take the call But I just saw someone phone in right with the point There's no way he'll offer a reward He's hidden his money in that bed as well <laughs> Said the caller It'd <laughs> be a big bed um, But I, I do hope you find it And if anyone out there comes across Medals up for sale Offered them when the pubs open back up or whatever Gonna get in touch Yeah is that what we're looking? Is that the yeah. best we can do? Is that the appeal? Look, look. If they, if we happen to find them somewhere, but the last sighting was under a bed. Jeez, honestly. And the bed is now in the rubbish tip. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't yeah. laugh. We shouldn't uh, laugh. We yeah. really shouldn't. How does we Davy feel tonight? He get two 0 though. So unbeat pundit. That is true. Um, and I'd like to say that the listeners are full of sympathy, but the James James me. just says, "Do you think they'll turn up alongside the mushrooms, breaking tracks at top in a charity shop?" Yeah. He says All my all my years of hard work just boof, vanished. Under the bed. Under a bed. All right. to end the bed. Before we go, <laughs> massive night tomorrow, Roger Hanna. In the premiership. Not in the, not in the hunt for Gordon Diel's medals. Huge night right down through the Cards. Rangers can move to within one game of an invincible season. St Johnson, what a season they've had. They go to Celtic Park as they warm up for the cup final. The battle for third, the Petodre, Aberdeen need to beat Hibs. And then the battle at the bottom, Hamilton Ackies. Believe it or not, it's still in their own hands. One in Dingwall, one against Kilmarnock on Sunday. They stay up. And as for Kelly, at home to St Mirren, they are in must win territory themselves. Big playoff games tonight. Airdrie Cove goalless at the moment. Morton one up on Montrose. So they've started exactly the way they wanted to to get themselves back in to that one. 
And um, of course we've got Dumbarton up against Stranraer Don't we Jim Duffy's side involved Elgin and Edinburgh as well So we can look back on that But a massive night in the top flight tomorrow I don't know why you're taking your headphones off You're not done yet You've got, you've got, got a teaser to finish <laughs> You've got oh, work to do Oh I forgot the teaser on this teaser I hope the answer's so, no under the bed The quest Honestly No sympathy He's supposed to I be know, your pal It's ridiculous I'm keeping his spirits way, up I'll guarantee you one person will be sitting giggling And we'll hear him Thursday Wilson Yeah Don't worry I've got a bone to pick with him on Thursday as well He might give me a loan of one of his He seems to Some concerning about news about him has reached me mm, this yes. evening And I'll bring it up on Thursday Right Eight players who were relegated from the English Championship this season And have played in Scotland Loans don't count I took out Kieran Sadler Because it was too tough Patterson, Windass, Clark Robertson, Matt Crooks, Jack Grimmer, Uchi Ikpiatsu and Daryl Horgan. I can tell you AJ, amongst others on Twitter, he has got the one that you're looking for. Gordon DL, do you have any uh, idea? No, no, I'm out. Roger uh, Hanna. No Former Celtic kid, now at Rotherham, Jamie Lindsay. Too easy. Well done, Jamie Lindsay. If you want to submit a question and hear it, it is full time at Clyde1.com. Huge night tomorrow. Please do not miss this. Dundee United, Motherwell, Livy Rangers, Celtic St. Johnston, Aberdeen Hibs, Kelly St. Mirren, Ross County, Hamilton. A last home game for Celtic for Scott Brown. Rangers trying to maintain that unbeaten league run. Kelly, Ross County, Hamilton trying to stay in the division. It is not to be missed. Make sure you join us tomorrow at six o'clock with Jim Duffy and Andy Halliday. And in the meantime, stay right there. Callum Gallagher's up next. He's got a special Brit Awards show for you. That's coming next. <laughs>